0: Now, come in, sit down, and tell me more about the doctor.
1: You're very kind, but I'm sorry. I can't. I don't think I've met... no. You've taken a turn for the worse. Would you like a glass of water? No, thank you. If I could just shut my eyes. Surely you can remember him? Something more? Get your strength back. See if you can. Please, Mr Chesterton, try for me. I don't know. I I just don't. It's like a wave pushing down on me. You were doing so well. Was I? At what? At remembering the Doctor. That last memory, so sharp, so vivid, so rich. There must be more. More? Another memory, another little bit of his soul. Dig deep, Ian. Dig deep. I must have it. Have what? Another memory of the Doctor. It's all gone. All gone now. Please, don't distress yourself. Just relax. Breathe deeply. Shut your eyes. It'll come back to you. Something must You're remarkably better. I'm sorry. I said you're better. No,
0: don't get up. You've had a bit of a turn.
1: Oh, I'm fine. Fighting fit, you might say and painfully aware of what an idiot I've been. You? Oh, don't be hard on your species. I'm a pretty poor specimen, aren't I? You've been feeding off my memories, haven't you? All this time. Not those creatures, whatever they are out there. It's you, in here. Well, as much as it pains me to admit it, yes. This isn't a museum, it's a
0: larder. That's unkind. It really was set up as a museum. And in the early days, it was ever such a successful one. The crowds came. They packed out the halls.
1: And I could feed of their reactions, their memories. I told you, my species lived off the experiences of others. And we had so many visitors, so many. I hardly ever needed to sample the exhibits. My appetites were amply met. You fed off the visitors? Harmlessly. And admission was very reasonable. And what a collection! what a feast of delights you can't begrudge me a little snack here and there perfectly harmless well most people got scared they stayed away rumors
0: unkind rumors all based on a couple of tiny accidents a few unfortunate visitors whose memories were just too sharp and juicy to let go of
1: near nothings hardly a fraction of a percent of the thousands upon thousands who crammed through these doors but they made such a so, people stopped coming. And left on your own, you fed off your own collection. I told myself they'd come back. The crowds would return. They'd forget. But they didn't. And I needed something to feed on. And the memories of time travelers are the most nourishing of all. In the beginning, well, I thought no one would miss the old time. They're a clone race, you know. So terribly tasteless. So unsavory. You fed off them all, didn't you? The whole museum. Every single memory. Every last delicious morsel until there was nothing left. And then I remembered you. Forgotten in an annex. Hardly worth the trouble. But the cupboard was bare and I was so hungry. Funnily enough, I
0: didn't think you'd be worth the effort, but you've been deliciously satisfying. So many places and times... I've had an excess of you, Ian Chesterton, and you've still got
1: fight left. Excellent! Too right. I've fought Aztec warlords. Save it, Ian! Save it! Don't throw your memories away. You will need them when I feast again. And then what will happen to me? You'll become another of those strange, whispering creatures. They're all that is left of my collection, I'm afraid. They're as hungry for memories as I am. Why, for a time there, I became worried when they were following us. They were attacking me, too. To save me from you? To save you for themselves. They're so hungry. You're not much, but you're the only meal going in this place. And then what, Pandolin? Once you've fed off your last exhibit, what will you eat next? Who knows? I think I'll use my time
0: scoop and leave this place, going out into the universe to feed. Or perhaps the doctor will turn up after all. Too late to save you, but just in time. He'll outwit you. I'm sure he'll try. But with all you've told
1: me about him, I feel like I know him. You haven't just fed me, you've armed me against him. Don't be so sure. What do you mean? The Doctor isn't always... I told you he was different before Barbara and I knew him.
0: Well... What's this, another memory? Are you tempting me with another snack?
1: You may see it as a meal. I see it as a final warning.
0: Oh, you do talk big. Oh, this is going to be good, isn't it? You've told me of rocket men and robots, of Saracens and Mongols, but what is this feast to be about? It is
1: the story of a rock. A rock? Be patient. It's a very small rock. A jewel? A diamond? No, no. Just a stone. The kind you'd pick up and skim across a lake. Not very large at all. But it was by the side of the path and the doctor picked it up. I see. Tell me more. At the time, we were escaping from the Cave of Skulls. Cavemen were holding us captives, and we'd found a way of evading them, and we ran through the forest. But one of our pursuers caught up with us and was savaged by a wild beast. He lay there, weak from his wounds. Our choice was simple. To stay and help him and be recaptured ...or to run on and save ourselves.
0: A dilemma. A sweet dilemma.
1: What would you have done? Actually, don't tell me. Please, don't tell me.
0: Tell me what you did.
1: Barbara went to his aid. I stood still. Susan crouched down beside him as he cried out. And the doctor... He picked up that rock. He was going to use it. I saw him hefted in his hand. And I knew he dashed the man's brains out. A simple decision. Sometimes, in the doctor's head, you have to do something brutal and unpleasant in order to survive and escape. But I couldn't do that. I stopped him. I stayed his hand. And we were recaptured. He escaped from the cave again. But not before more people had died. And we'd given them the secret of making fire. We'd cost lives, and we'd changed the entire history of a species. All because the Doctor had picked up a rock, and I hadn't let him use it. There. A rich, simple story, yet so wonderfully complex. You see now, Mr. Chesterton, why I say that the memories of time-travellers are such a nourishing source. The Doctor had identified a solution. One that was efficient and swift and merciful. The caveman was piteously wounded in a time without medicine. It was the best solution. But you stopped the doctor from using it. That's the point. And it changed the doctor. I challenged him, possibly the only time in his life he'd been questioned about what was right and wrong, by a tiny figure, a mayfly, a simple stupid human And you know what he did? For the first time in his life, he looked away. He blustered. He was caught out. He couldn't boldly say what it was that he'd been planning on doing. Because it would have been wrong. Not just in our eyes, but in his own. The doctor had changed. All because of a rock. Richer and richer, Ian. Not just because of a rock, but because of you. Being a teacher is so difficult. Scientists in my time say that quantum physics is such a hard subject to explain, because the mere action of observing a particle changes its behavior. The doctor comes from a race of observers. I know so little about. Them. But I know that he wandered the universe watching time, but never changing it. But I had changed him. Why, Ian, I am stuffed. This is strong meat, indeed. Indigestion, Pendolin? Ha! As if a creature like me could get that from devouring someone like you. Someone like me? Someone like me? But haven't you been listening to my story? So carefully, Ian, so terribly carefully. Digesting every single nugget. My point was, Not that I'd changed the Doctor. But what if the Doctor had changed me? In what way? You've trapped me in a museum of my own memories. And I've taken you through the entire menu, helping you to huge chunks of my past. And I am grateful. Then allow me to present the bill. Explain. It is an Earth custom. Once you have eaten, you find out how much it has cost you.
0: I'll happily pay for my meal.
1: I did promise you, did I not, to send you back to Earth. Here is the time scoop, through here in this chamber. And the settings, the settings, let us see. London, England, the 20th century. Yes, yes, yes. And I shall keep my word. I shall send you home once I have finished with you. You'll be a ravenous shade. Who knows? Perhaps I shall return to Earth with you and consume your world are such an interesting species. Too subtle for the common palate, perhaps. But we're such quick
0: learners. Indeed. And so adaptive.
1: For instance, I have learned something since I woke up. The more you fed on me, the more confused I became. And the closer those poor creatures got to me, the more I recovered. As I said, they were saving you for themselves. They're greedier than I am. Poor souls, they're so hungry. It's not just that. They were attacking you, weren't they? Confusing you. Feeding off you. A little, I'll admit. And how do I sound now? Weak? Confused? No. So they're outside. Chesterton, they're outside! Bolt the door! No. What are you doing? Don't let them in. They'll kill us both! Perhaps. I think it'd be a good thing. I've got to do anything I can to stop you leaving here. No! Keep back! They don't sound that pleased with you. I think they've only one memory left, and it's not a pleasant one.
2: No! Ian! You've got to help me!
1: If there's one thing I've learned from the Doctor, it's when not to interfere. I'm sorry. No! No! have devoured so many more innocent lives. I gave him justice, but I'm not proud. You can't always be a hero. I've escaped with my life though, in his time scoop, which is perhaps a better way to travel than the TARDIS. Mind you, I can't quite remember what travelling in the TARDIS felt like. I've lost so much recently,
3: it'll come back to me,
1: but Barbara, I may be older, my memory may be in tatters, but I know one thing, my name is Ian Chesterton, and I'm coming home. So, this is your time, Museum. Yes. And not some memory of mine. No. I remember going to a space museum once.
0: That should keep them out.
1: These creatures feed on thoughts? Yes. If you are what you eat, that makes them thoughts themselves. How is that door going to keep out a thought? We can only hope. Hope's a thought too, you know. Over here, the
0: walkway, it's automatic
1: running down corridors
0: yes you're seeming better by the moment mr. Chesterton if I may say so yes thank you the
1: further I get away from those things the more it comes back to me the bad news for you mr. Pendolin is that I'm now well enough to demand an explanation but of what this time museum what are those creatures why have they invaded this place come to that Why build a time museum? My people, as I said, we do not live
0: colorful lives. We prefer to see the experience of others, and we do so enjoy the lives of those who are interesting. And the lives, the lives
1: of time travelers, are the most interesting of all. Surely they're just a discordant jumble. In the last few minutes, we've seen spacemen and giant ants And a crusading army. Their complexity is what makes them so rich. And to gather them together in one place, what a feast. But does that mean... Ah, here we are. The air. It's the main part of the museum. Where have we just been? An annex. My life in an annex? Uh, a special exhibition. I see. A very valuable asset.
2: Mm.
1: And what are these other exhibits?
0: Over there, on our left, you'll see the Eternal Chambers containing the ships of a race that sailed across the winds of time herself. Beautiful.
1: Some of those... I swear, they're like Earth's sailing ships. They... indeed they are. I am not the only recreator. They took their vessels from the history of the known universe, from a primitive sketic of the First Ones to the galleons of the Last Sun. All of them sailed in a race without beginning or end. And yet, they landed up here. <clears throat> yes, right to the catch. And where are these Eternals now?
0: All gone consumed. They were among the first exhibits to be devoured. Quite the feast. What you see here are just empty vessels. What about on the right? Another great loss. Two great battle fleets, warring almost since their creation. The pride of Sontar and the arrogance of the Rutan Cluster matched
1: against each other till doomsday. All now gone, alas. But it's you. Surely there are some survivors. How many were in that exhibition? Thousands upon thousands. Good grief of ships. Millions on each side. The experience plucked from their withered husks. All of them gone. This is a massacre. On a scale I grew up during a war. You'd hear reports, terrible stories of deaths abroad of hundreds found dead in camps. I could not really visualise anything beyond the family at the end of the street sat at the dinner table when a bomb fell on them. We played on the ruins of their house. I remember that. Children playing hide and seek among fragments of their
0: kitchen. The years it took to amass all this. I'm so sad to see it all gone. Look over there. The first
1: Nekistani craft ever to breach the time barrier. A truly remarkable
0: achievement. Overnight, a race of cruel warriors became philosophers and poets, just because of the sheer magnitude of what these brave souls achieved.
1: They journeyed beyond time. And they ended up pinned to a wall like butterflies? Ah! Celebrated, Mr Chesterton. Celebrated, championed, and cherished. Accurately, wonderfully presented, in a form that was as pristine as possible. Definitive. They still got eaten, Mr. Pendavid. Yes. Your whole museum's been eaten. Laid out like a wedding buffet. Yes. Sadly. Every memory consumed, and every bone picked dry. Gathered together for a creature that feasts on time-travellers. That wasn't the original intent. That was to curate to collect the most remarkable voyages through time in history. And me? Why, yes! Forgotten in a dusty annex? The last
0: remaining time traveller.
1: Overlooked? Don't be so hard on yourself. You've done so, so very much for a human. But all these alien pioneers. And me? Ian Chesterton. Teacher of bangs and smells. From Earth, England, London, Coal Hill School. Not even a grammar school. But for your species. Is it because of the effect that Barbara and I had on the doctor? Is that it? Before he met us, he was just an observer, a selfish onlooker. Only getting involved if he had to save his own skin. But we changed him. We made him better than that. We made him noble. We helped him save lives. If you like. I want to think that after we left him, he carried on travelling. That infuriating old man, unable to stop himself meddling. Oh, in the early days it was... You can't change history, not one line. But by the time we left him, he was tearing out old pages. No, he did, Mr Chesterton. He never stopped travelling. Our destiny is in the stars, he once said, and he set out to find it. There was no stopping him. He stopped worrying about his fault locator, the fact that we never had enough mercury. He even stopped showing off his damned food machine. And instead, we broke our bread on forgotten worlds in distant times. He stopped trying to get us home, and just started looking forward to where we would land next that became the adventure and you know i don't think we minded it not one bit By mr chesterton you've come alive it's been light i have haven't i just remembering him talking about him i wonder if i'll ever see him again i very much hope you will i do too you know This is just a sort of scrape he'd blunder into, isn't isn't it? it? Ideally before, before all this death happened. The Doctor should have got here some time ago. Yes, yes he should. When things were bad, but not too bad. Not when it's too late, like now. When there's just you and me and the monsters left. I would so love to meet him. Yes, he sounds delectable. I don't... That was the plan, you see. What do you mean? That's why I brought you here. Ian Chesterton. The Doctor's first friend, stolen out of time. He wouldn't be able to resist coming to rescue you. What? But he never came. I'm
0: sorry? The greatest exhibit the Time Museum never had. Ah, well, I did try. I tried so hard. I so wanted the Doctor, and I
1: thought you'd be the perfect lure for him. That... that was the reason you brought me here? The only reason? I'm afraid so.
0: Disappointed?
1: A little, but I'll live. <laughs> Poor Mr. Penderlin. The Doctor will never be a star attraction in your time museum. Even if the Doctor wanted to rescue me, he wouldn't know how. He can't steer his time machine any more than I can. What a pity. Wouldn't you just have used your time scoop to grab him? It has its limitations.
0: And moving targets
1: are so very hard to hit. So, instead, you stole an old friend and hoped for the best. You have laid me bare. This is your museum, isn't it? You don't just work here. You're not just a curator. You own it. As much as one can. I am proud. I was proud of it, but I've lost so much. As have I. Oh, Pendolin, you don't seem to realize. How long have I been here? Can I get home?
0: And Barbara,
1: I wish you could remember more about her.
0: I am sorry. Truly, Ian, please
1: believe me, you have been humanely treated. Stop it up in a jar like a newt, swimming around, Made to go over two years of my life, again and again, in every detail? It's so long ago. That, Ian Chesterton, is in the past. Let him stay there. Please, Mr Pendolin. Can you just get me home? Very well. Come this way, I shall show you the school Maybe I'll be able to get you away from here, but on one condition help me defeat these creatures. How? What would the doctor do? How would he best this Come, tell me my office is this way. Well, he'd find their weakness. Everything has a weakness. Bright lights, noise, static electricity. Find that weakness and undermine it. Find it and undermine it. That's what he'd say. Tugging away at his lapels and looking into the centuries. Why, (laughs) on the planet Jodis, he managed to defeat an entire alien invasion by the rocket Men. all the time in his laboratory, learning how to communicate with the flying manta rays while conducting his experiments. I asked him if he found it exhausting, and he simply clucked his tongue at me. It's a challenge, dear boy, a challenge. When one presents itself, we must rise to it. Tell me more about him. My office is just over here. About who? The Doctor. I... I can't remember. I feel so tired. All of us, Quickly, Ian. They're coming back.
2: Let me just open the door.
3: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles, The Uncertainty Principle. It's a green and grey day in the graveyard. Clouds stretches to the horizon like static on a screen. Hello, Jen. Didn't think I'd see you again. Good morning, Miss Harriet.
1: How are you feeling? You thought you'd sent me to my death? Beside
3: me, Jamie can't keep still, shifting his weight from foot to foot. But the Doctor has his arm round me, holding me tight under his old black umbrella. I must be the only one to break my conditioning. Because of what's been done to my brain. You've told us about two
0: occasions when you were back in time. I made up some stories because you threatened me. Travel back
1: in time and everyone you meet is already dead. Travel forward and it's the people of your own time. Why? What happened next? Then we were attacked. We were attacked.
3: Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of the Companion Chronicles. You've been listening to the Time Museum and with me is William Russell, who plays Ian Chesterton. Philip Pope, who plays Pendolin, Lisa Bauman, who directs, and oh me as well, <laughs> um, Russell. A trip down memory lane for you. How was it?
1: Oh yes, it was a trip down memory lane. It was lovely. I enjoyed it very much.
3: I mean, obviously. I mean, you're not going to remember all those Doctor Who stories in detail. But you haven't watched them all since, have you?
1: No, I haven't. <laughs> but, but I can remember most of them. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is perhaps a debt I owe to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> Doing them again and again. Yeah. But uh, no, I have indeed, and uh, they are lovely
3: to remember. And when this release comes out, it'll be 50 years since the show started. It'll be the 50th anniversary. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, I mean, how how does that make you feel? Well, that's very exciting. It's extraordinary,
1: isn't it, to uh, be involved in something for 50 years.
3: That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? That I do feel proud of. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you should. And you were saying you, you you watch the show today. You've seen episodes of the new one. I mean, what what do you think yeah. of it when you sit and watch the new version? Well,
1: I mean, it's an extraordinary change. It is, has suddenly become, <clears throat> to me, an adult program. Mm. I think that uh, it's extremely well acted and and very beautifully designed. So, uh, I mean, it's very, very impressive.
3: And what do you make of your villain today, Pendolin?
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) He's a bit shifty-looking. He was was a tricky dicky, wasn't he? He was a tricky dicky.
3: (laughs) 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 So, Philip, this is your second big finish, isn't it? It it is. Yes, I'm. I'm getting rather used to it. It's rather, (laughs) rather good fun. (laughs) The first one was foe from the future. That's right with Tom Baker. That's
0: that was a, that was good fun as well working with 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 Tom Baker. He's uh, he was very good company and um, still sort of full of life and uh, and driving on. That was great, and and yes, and and this one today, which was a bit of a different one. I was a bit I was a priest in the in the in the. In that one. You're a (laughs) brilliant priest. (laughs) So I was playing a slightly different character today. When you say a wolf in sheep's clothing, I think it's (laughs)
3: literally a a rather ravenous wolf as well. And how how do you find it stepping into this Doctor Who world? There's there's so much backstory. I mean, the script alone has loads of backstory in it. Do you find it a bit... Um, Well, it's slightly daunting,
0: partly because, um, I mean, I remember watching Doctor Who as a child, but um, when it first came out... Um, so I probably would have seen wrestling <laughs> in those those early episodes, and um, I remember you was, we were talking earlier, and and you were saying that it was um, that it that was it was rather s- scary and almost sort of too grown up. But actually, I I think I, I remember as a child yeah. thinking that it was mm. very scary then. So so I think it's yes, just a question of, yes. of of the time and what you're used to, and things yes, have just I, moved on.
1: I, I, I you reminded me. I was forgetting. My children used to watch behind the sofa. <laughs> so they could always disappear. <laughs> well,
0: well, quite yes. So it it I mean it is. I mean the great thing is that, is, is you realise just what an extraordinary sort of universe it is out there that uh, which is which is Doctor Who. Yeah. And um, and of course there are people who know so much about it and so much more than I do. So I'm I'm happy to be learning as I'm as I go along <laughs> and remembering. Of course, you know some of these stories, but. But through sort of the, the the dim mist of time.
3: Sure, sure. And Lisa, <laughs> Hello. Directing today, indeed. Oh, Philip's good, isn't no. Oh, yeah. Well, we might. Yeah. I didn't hear actually, that.
0: No, it yeah. was fantastic. Of course, he was. Yeah. Um, actually, I have to say, it was Mister
1: Richardson's suggestion because we were kind of sc- just scratching our brains, and you, you, um, very, very good suggestion. I'm, ve- I'm very,
3: happy. Well, I have to say that, that we we were thinking of working with you very soon anyway and of course you sent me that email and I just said, ah. oh, yeah, perfect, perfect well, ah, it's for serendipitous it is, yes No, I, I, I really love this it's interesting because there, there's a, a little uh, flashback within the script of some music that was in the very first of The unearth, Unearthly
2: Child mm. is that the right title she says? yeah I really shouldn't know things like this but anyway um,
1: and we look back at it and what I found even in the tiniest clip that we watched with um, Caroline Ford and uh, Russell is that it actually, although it's in black and white, and although it's 1963, or whatever, it, it actually just
2: leaps out at you. It doesn't feel too clunky. It look, you know, it, it was it was wonderful and so nostalgic. Mm. And I think this script keyed into that very well.
3: Yeah, a nostalgia well. fest.
2: A nostalgia fest in every way.
3: Fantastic. Well, that's the end of our trip down memory lane, and we shall head home now. So, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, David. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.
0: There's something left of me then, but who, who am I, what am I doing here, where is here? No, wait, don't tell me, it'll come back to me, it has to come back to me, a schoolroom. My name is, my name is the doctor. Then who am I? I've got to remember before they come back. Before they feed on me again.
1: Susan. Susan Foreman. No, I don't think so. Nor am I Barbara Wright. But where is this place? It looks so familiar to me. Why have they brought me here? To recover? Before they feed on me again. No. No, they shan't. I'll get better. I'll remember who I am. And then I'll escape. I'm the hero. I'm always the hero. Because my name is... Ah, yes. Ian. Ian Chesterton. That's it. (laughs) Ian Chesterton. (laughs) Ha (laughs) Ha 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 Hello? Who's there? Good evening. Can I help you? There's been... there's been some kind of accident. Indeed. At the other side of the common, I I think. I was wondering... if... If you could use my telephone. Quite impossible. Why so? You're a stranger to me. I've never met you before in my life. And anyway, I happen not to own a telephone. But surely, in an emergency... Officers and cars respond to urgent calls. I don't understand. It's written on this shed. See? Oh, yes. What do you think it is? Pull to open. I've seen this before. I know what this is. There are five dimensions. What? Space is the fourth, and time being the fifth. Oh, I I see. There are also five senses. And the sense of smell is the last to go. The most potent. The most potent way to remember.
0: None of those matches. They're they're lying on the ground, but they're not going out.
1: Bringing light to the fog. Smell triggers memory. The sulphur of a match. The stink of an acid sea on a dead world. Tang of Dodgem cars in a metal city. Marco Polo's horses cooling down at a caravanserai after a hard day's ride. Smoke drifting from the doctor's pipe. Barbara's perfume. What? Your name is Pendolin. Yes! And we're in terrible danger, Mr. Pendolin. Are we? We're being chased through my memories, chased by creatures that eat them. That's it. My museum, my beautiful museum. Yes. We lost ourselves completely for a while back there, didn't we? I think we gave them quite a meal. I suppose that brought us a temporary reprieve. It won't last long
0: until they need to feed again. The hunger never goes.
1: No, they just keep coming. And there's so little and they left.
0: You're seeming better.
1: Thank you. I, I wish I felt it. I'm still dog-tired. Dead on my feet. But there's life in me yet. Ah. Can you hear that? There really is no stopping those creatures. And I suggest we go. Where to now? We're at the end of the Chesterton exhibition. That sounds ominous. Through here. It's the way out. Exit to the gift, shop. Are there any tea towels? What's tea? Where is this pendulum? You'll remember. But it's, it's... It's not on Earth, is it? No. But I've been here before. An alien world. (laughs) I'm standing on an alien world. It seems incredible, like it happened to someone else. But it's true. It's coming back to me. Good, good. I'm so pleased. It's an accurate recreation, faithful to your memories. Now, stay close to me. That man I tried to tell you about, it was him. He brought us here, Barbara and I. You see, we were worried about Susan, so we followed her home. And she lived with her grandfather in a police Police box.
2: box. (laughs) (laughs) Hear
1: (laughs) me? Sounds ridiculous. He really lived in a police box, in a junkyard in London on Earth in 1963. And he took us... He took us back to the dawn of time and then to an alien planet. wish I could remember where here was. Look around you. We've done a very good job of getting the walls just right. It all seemed so long ago and I... Are you all right? My face, my face reflected in these walls. It's old, I'm old. What's happened to me? How long have I been here? Not that long, really. Uh, you were preserved late in life, long after you'd finished traveling. This seems incredible. I'm just a school teacher. But to think that I walked on distant planets. Look at this corridor. Was it even built for human beings? <laughs> Imagine that. Oh. Things I've seen.
0: I told you you were remarkable, and I can't wait to hear all
1: about your travels. Just think. I've been to so many alien cities, I can't even remember which one this is. Imagine how that would go down in the staff room. We could be floating in the diamond skies of the planet Jovis, or on the sense sphere, or exploring the Pyramid of Arbiton on the planet of...
0: You were doing so well...
1: Do you you mind if I rest a bit? I'm not feeling too good.
0: Still tired?
1: Oh, not just that. A memory, a terrible memory. Sick. A fever. I feel it now. My legs. I can't feel my legs. They're so heavy. Pins and needles. My poor sir. Lean on me. i felt like this before. The doctor, Susan, and I... We were so ill. I know where we are. I've remembered Pendelin. We are in such danger. That's what I keep telling you. Something's coming. Around the corner. Pendelin! Can you run? Can you? We have to try. I know what's coming. And it's come on! Oh. I can see. And not what I saw there. Mr. Chesterton, we have to run. Oh, but what are they? The Time Museum has been invaded by them. They are consuming the exhibits. The only way to escape them is to keep running. I came to save you. Over here, quickly, this door. If this is the satellite on Jobis, then there's a sensor somewhere. I can open it if I wave my hand somehow. Hurry! There's a knack to it. I can remember how. If only. Ian! Look out! That man was on horseback. He seems very cross. Kendall, get back! I'll deal with him. We've ruled big There we are. Climb up behind. Come on man, a horse won't harm you. Hold on tight. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I was taught to ride a horse by Alexander the Great. His friends don't seem too happy. Ha! <laughs> These are the Crusades, Pendolin! I know. You've recreated the Crusades. From your memories? I'm glad you approve. Get down! Make something so dangerous. Well, it wouldn't be correct if it wasn't accurate. Over there, through the forest. Well, we survived. Here, let me help you down. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, good boy. There you are. Off you go. I've never seen this exhibit quite so close up before. But wasn't it marvelous? I hope never to come back. (laughs) It's very popular. Oh, good. Your history is so full of rich and bloody battles, we just can't keep the kids away. They love a bit of death. It wasn't so much fun to live through. None at all. Not even the tiniest, slightest bit. History wasn't really my strong point. That's why we needed... Yes? We needed the doctor's help to get us out of it. We ended up fighting with King John against... The forces of Kubla Khan. Really? Fascinating. He had a stately Pleasure Dome. He made me fight in his arena. Wait. That can't be right. Oh, it's so hot. Damn it, Pendolin. Why did you have to make my memory so hot? That's the problem with Earth history. It always seems a trifle warm. Can you smell the smoke? The Emperor Nero has set fire to the farmhouse. The farmhouse? We have to get away. Rube here's men are following us. We've got to get to the temple of Ytaxa. Hurry, man! Why? They're going to sacrifice Susan to the masters of Luxor, and the doctor is getting married. Mr Chesterton, I think we're still being followed. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, it's all such a mess. What do we do? It's probably just one of Nero's assassins. They're easily defeated. Draw your sword. I don't have a sword. No? Sorry. I tell you one thing. This is just like travelling with a doctor. Never a moment to get your breath back. Flung from one crisis to the other. From Vortis to Versailles. And where are we now? Oh, we're nearly there. Just beyond the clearing. Here it is. We'll be safe in there. What is this place? It's the cave of 500 skulls. The Aztec warlord, Tagana locked us in here until we invented the wheel. Sit down on a rock while we get our breath back. Mind out for the torches. Burning skulls? Magnificent. I ain't never seen this place before. How can that be? I thought you were in control. The Chesterton exhibition is made out of your memories, but... From time to time, as your memories change, so too does the exhibition. Marvellous, isn't it? I'm starting to worry how long I've been in your museum. I don't want to upset you, Mr Chesterton. You? You kidnap me, you lock me up, you drive me through my life backwards, you told me I'm in terrible danger, and then you say you don't want to upset me. <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) Pendolin, Pendolin. In some ways, you remind me of the doctor. Do I? Tell me about him. Well, Well, he got used to us and we got used to him. At the start, he was the most selfish man I think I'd ever met. But that's judging him by our morals, our values. It's funny. He was very good at dropping the names of the rich and famous throughout our history, and I'm sure he'd seen them. But I don't think he'd actually really met them, done more than nod to them in the street. I don't think he'd ever sat down, talked with them, like you and me, over a drink in a bar or a cup of coffee. The doctor... You'd have a lot in common with him, Pendolin. He viewed history like a museum peering through the windows of eternity at the interesting bits.
0: Fascinating. Have you
1: ever travelled in time? Me? No, not me. I'm just a humble collector of recollections. I haven't dreamed of travelling myself. There's been no need. But surely you want it. All your most remarkable episodes are here for me to enjoy whenever I choose. Every detail preserved forever. But how are the museum specimens collected? Uh, Remotely. I'll tell you a secret. Please do. we acquired a time scoop. Strictly speaking, we're not supposed to have it. But it's very good. It reaches out and gathers who you want from when you want. uh, With a few limitations. Is that why I'm sitting in your cage and not the doctor? The monkey and not the organ grinder? Some races are beyond the reach of the time scoop. And you're too hard on yourself, my dear sir. Why, if it hadn't been for you? I remember there was this one time. The planet. Vastragia. That was it. I remember. Vastradia. And. Pentalip. What's happening to the cone? Don't be alarmed.
0: It's your memories. Wonderful! Cool. Through. That really doesn't matter, Mr Chesterton. Please, we have to hurry. Yes, that's right. Put your slippers on. We've run out of time.
1: They've come for us. Who left?
0: What? Come on!
1: That, that's not my hallway. It's... Cole Hill School? My laboratory? Quite right. It really is my classroom. Thank you. I don't understand. I haven't been here for years. Have I? What's going on? Please, we must hurry. Let me get my bearings, man. I've only just woken up. In my bedroom, which is through that door, which should lead to the textbook cupboard. This is impossible. No, it isn't, I assure you. It's wrong. But it can't be. It's all been rigorously recreated down to the smallest detail by me. You? My name is Pendolin. And this is the Chesterton Exhibition. The what? The Chesterton Exhibition. A series of breathtakingly faithful tableau, painstakingly detailed to the nth degree, dedicated to the life of that most extraordinary time-traveller, Ian Chesterton. Ah. Flattered? I'm just going to have a sit down. (laughs) It's... uh... A lot to take in. I'm in a museum of some sort, because I travelled in time. You're a little pleased, aren't you? I'm just so... so tired. My dear sir, of course, rest for a second, enjoy the stool, fashioned from your memories. Real wood, oak, correct to the tiniest particle. Yes... Even the initials carved into the surface with a compass and protractor. Out of interest, who is Kilroy? (laughs) No one knows. It doesn't matter. But it does. Everything matters. Every experience, every memory of yours is precious to me. Delightful. This desk, that burn mark, I remember one of the third years spilling sulfuric acid on it. Excellent news. It's coming back to you. Yes. Yes, it is. The Chesterton Exhibition, you say? I know. Flattered? Curious. Who wouldn't be? But why me? Why do I get an exhibition? You? Why? But, my dear sir, you may be the first human male to have ever travelled with... All right, then. What am I doing here? You're the most valuable exhibit in the Chesterton Exhibition. Ian Chesterton himself. But... what... You have been taken out of time and preserved here for people to marvel at. Isn't that amazing? No. No? Taken out of time? How dare you? But what about my life? What about my home? What about... Oh, I can't remember her name. Why can't I remember her name? Don't worry. You've only just woken up. It'll come back to you. It's what I've been trying to warn you about. Your memories are being attacked. What? That's why we have to hurry. We're all in danger if we stay still for too long, I'm afraid. Time
0: is catching up with us here.
1: Where is here? The Time Museum. A museum devoted to truly remarkable people. Temporal travelers, vortex voyagers, courageous chrononauts. Gathered here are heroes who have wiped the dust of ages from their feet. Is that from the brochure? It might be. Just a little. You're feeling better. A bit. Oh, sorry about that. I'm so tired. Not my usual self at all, but I can stand. Just about. Then we have to go. Quickly. Just a minute. One last question. Very well. Can you get me home?
0: Ian Chesterton, always being taken
1: to remarkable places and demanding to go home. How wonderfully true to yourself you are. Answer the question, please. Uh, But of course. I can't remember giving you permission to put me in here. Oh, can't you? I can't believe I would. So you can see why I'm not inclined to trust
0: you. Outrageous. I have devoted my life to the faithful preservation of relics like you. Relics? Uh, Forgive me. I misspoke a technical term.
1: Uh, Now we have to hurry before. What's that? Quiet. What's happening? They're here now. If they'd been quicker! I can't see them. You won't be able to yet. They're still weak. So hungry. Hungry? Yes. Are you all right? just a little faint. I'll be fine. It's them you have to worry
2: about. But what
1: are they? There's no time. They've latched onto you. I'm afraid you'll have to give them a memory, Mr Chesterton. I'm sorry to ask you this, but you have to. What do you mean? This room. Tell me about it. This room? I remember it like it was yesterday sea of faces staring at me, fascinated, bored. But there was one girl, once, she looked at me. Just like you are looking at me. Like I was an exhibit under a microscope. Something charming and quaint and puzzling. Really? Tell me more about her. What was her name? It, it's gone. But it'll come to me. I was stood at this blackboard. It was a simple mirror this.
0: Fascinating.
1: Just a sidetrack, really. It it happens in science classes when they realise it'll be a lesson without smoke and danger. Then the questions come thick and fast. Mr Chesterton, it's impossible in this case. And I can't remember how. We got on to Einstein. And a formula. Everyone knows it. E equals... Was that it? Have I written it correctly? I can't seem to focus. But anyway, this girl... She didn't agree with it. Indeed. She said it wasn't right. <laughs> like I was a child and her name was... Barbara wasn't so worried about her. She taught her. Now, who did she teach? It'll come to me. Anyway, she was also worried about this girl. She didn't know how many shillings were in a pound. (laughs) Now that's it. Barbara. Barbara was a maths teacher. Uh, There we are. Shillings. How wonderful. What was the girl's name? Susan. That was it. Susan. Uh, And
2: what was that tune?
1: She listened to it on her transistor radio. Dum-da-da-da-da-dum-dum. I can remember the tune. (laughs) Oh, dreadful stuff. But it sticks with you. And the things I knew. John Smith was the stage name of the Honourable Aubrey Waits. (laughs) Did you know that? And I knew a man who called himself John Smith... Sometimes. Stop! Stop. That's enough for now. What? I think that's enough for them. Enough for who? I... I can't remember. They attacked the memory? That's it, isn't it? I... I think so. Have I told you that? We must get away from them while we can. Through here. Come here, the doctor, Barbara, Susan, and me. The fault locator had overheated in the TARDIS, and the doctor assured us that while the mercury vapor cleared, we may as well enjoy ourselves walking along the beaches of the planet where we'd made our emergency landing. So the doctor, he couldn't control the craft? Not in the slightest. I always suspected that Susan could, but he never let her near the console. She was his uh, granddaughter, that was it. Or at least, I think she was. Anywhere. Bastradia? Yes. Ah. A nice walk on the beach, huh? Does this explain why we're manacled to stakes? The locals are friendly, Chesterton. The doctor assured me. Always a bad sign. And the tide is coming in. It was all the doctor's fault. It was always the doctor's fault. We'd landed near a temple, a wonderful building of polished glass. Susan ran off to explore, as always, and Barbara went with her, just to make sure she didn't fall into a trap or get mistaken for an ancient goddess. They'll be fine, my boy. Fine. The doctor had already settled down on a rock to smoke his pipe. The water's getting quite high very quickly. It's lapping around my legs. Don't worry. It's not the end. Not yet. I'm coming to that bit. You see, Susan picked up something from the temple, a statue that just so happened to contain. You see? We, we needed something to repair the TARDIS fluid link. I see. Molybdenum! That was it. A rare mineral. And this statue was made out of it. It's a very common material on this planet, the doctor muttered as he pocketed it. We'll just shave a bit off and then pop it back. I was exasperated. All our voyages together, and the doctor was constantly getting us into scrapes that could be avoided by keeping a decent set of spares. Why, my chemistry laboratory at Coal Hill School was better stocked than the doctor's ship. The, uh... TARDIS.
0: Thank you. Not at all. Uh, by the way, the sea's risen above our waist. It's quite cold. I had noticed. So I'm guessing that borrowing the statue... Didn't go down
1: well with the natives. No. Hence the stakes. we to be sacrificed to the sea goddess. You do spend a lot of time being tied up. Mm. The Doctor and me, chained up. <laughs> At least the sea wasn't acid. Not this time. But we're still drowning. Don't worry about that, Chessington. The Doctor was reassuring. I'm fairly sure their goddess is merely a rather large.
2: Dark... Oh, my word! The teeth!
1: I know. From on they. Luckily, you had the others to come to your rescue. Others? What others? The others. Oh, you meet Xanthi, the king's daughter, who turned up at the last moment and ordered her bodyguards to free me. Well, I suppose so. We are lucky you are handsome, the doctor chuckled as the monster towered over him. But what about me? I don't wish to marry you, old man, said Xanthi, which amused me enormously. Luckily, I convinced her that the doctor was a wise philosopher and she let him live in my apartment in the royal palace up until our marriage. As chance would have it, she happened to give me, as an engagement present, a pendant made out of molybdenum. Thank you. So the doctor and I could escape before the wedding. Ah, there we go. And you two. Oh. Uh, uh, off on another adventure. I'd forgotten something, haven't I? Ian, I think those creatures are back. Good point. I'd forgotten all about them.
0: So would I, so would I. We're both in danger. Come on, through here.
1: <laughs> How much of this exhibition is there? You've led a remarkable life, Mr. Chesterton. There's a lot of it still to go. <laughs>
0: This is new. A valley.
1: Where are we? Oh, such a jumble. Come on. No. I'm sorry. No. We'll stand and fight. What? Look around you. Plenty of cover. Lots of places to hide in these ravines. A great place to mount our attack. I'm afraid I don't... I wouldn't... uh... You will not put up a fight? I've never needed to. When those creatures attacked the museum, I... Hid... I, uh... Hid? While everyone else died? uh, And now there's no one else left. And they're coming for you. What are you proposing to do, Pendolin? Keep running. Where to? The time scoop. We can use it to get away. Home? Yes. You can get me back? Are you sure? The controls are complicated. It may be difficult to get you home. I've heard that one before. Right, pick up some rocks. There's a good chap. Those... Creatures have devoured the Time Museum. They're capable of invading a complicated space time event, and you're going to throw rocks at them? No. That's a grief. I'm going to start a landslide. Come on. We're going to bury them under my past. <laughs> Mr. Chesterton, you don't give up. No. It's a good view of the ravine. Let's heap those rocks up. <sighs> I'd never have dreamed of doing this. You must learn to fight. We are an advanced species. You kidnap people who've led interesting lives just to look at them.
0: That's not fair.
1: This whole place is a magnificent waste. I mean, to build a giant rocket canyon out of thin air, your time museum must be vast. Oh, it is, believe me. An unbeatable collection. And these creatures have devoured it all? They come in. Push, Pendulin! push! The Edge Man! Get away from the Edge! Ah! Ah! Are you all right? No bones broken. Quite a soft landing. Yes. Which is odd, really. What planet is this? Can you remember? Oh no. What is it, Ian? the attention of the other inhabitants of this planet what are they giant ants we're on the planet of the planet of yes doesn't matter we're in terrible danger run (laughs) it never stops with you does it as i said i just want to be home tucked up in bed you see the last time we came here, we brought with us a forbidden metal. Molybdenum? No, gold. The giant ants were enslaved by an evil creature. The doctor joined forces with the earthworms and butterflies in order to save me. I was pegged out in the dust, covered with honey, about to be devoured by the giant ants and.
2: Uh,
1: what? That. Stop, Pendolin. I see. What's that sign? Is that the name of this planet? I sent you stock. No, I was wrong. We're in Bedfordshire. Will they eat us? Not if I could help it. See that giant matchbox over there? What's a matchbox? Just grab one of these. And now, run towards the strip on the side. Charge! Charge! Back. That's it, Zombo. Keep back. Marvellous! You make me feel alive, Ian. Come. Over here. What happens if these matches burn out? They won't. They're everlasting matches. Now, come on. Past the earthworm. That's it. Where are we going? Those gates don't belong here. Push against them. I am Foreman. Who is that? What's all this junk it belongs here? We're in a junkyard. Where are we? At the end of the lane? Listen. What's that noise? It's familiar. It hurts my head. I never got used to it hurting my head. It's coming from that box. I know. It says, police box. I don't know what that is. Why is it making that noise? Shall we find out what's inside? What is this place? It's bigger on the inside than on the outside. Circles on the walls. So bright. I don't understand. We walked all around it. We did. How can such a large space be inside something so small? Can't you remember? It's like magic. I'm a science teacher and I'm talking about magic. It's not from your world, schoolteacher. You sound... You sound just like... The Doctor? Doctor who? Your friend, wasn't he? I can't remember. That buzzing... That noise... It got behind the eyes. Too old. Too tired to go home. Ian, they followed us here. (laughs) To the end of the lane. They're all around us. I can't see them. It's too bright. It's getting brighter. And that buzzing, how did you stand it? I've never heard it before in my life. But but... you have. You've got to remember Ian. Who? Ian Chesterton! Is that your name? Pleased to meet you. No! We've got to get away. All right, Chesterton. All right. What's that? Patrol consul. Now, if you'd care to operate the door lever, my boy? What one's that? There are so many. The big red one. Honestly, don't fuss, So, What about you? I'm preparing a little surprise for our friends. Quickly, man. Quickly. Step back. Oh, consul, fly. That will stop them rushing us again. Come along, my boy. Come along. But where? those doors. But what's out there? It's so dark. Mm-hmm. isn't it though? And our friends are recovering. So my boy, what is it to be, eh? Do we stay here, or go through those doors, hmm? Into the unknown?